welcome back once again to the comics corner everybody it's been a it's been a couple weeks but we're back we're back on schedule we're in a newly cleared out work facility space for us i mean it's beautiful sean how you doing i'm doing good guys thanks for tuning in we got any uh how's the comics been going for you I haven't really been reading too much uh, lately, I'll be completely honest. Did a little trip down to Columbus. I was going to say, how was the zoo? It was awesome, man. lot to see. Uh, dude. It took us a good four hours, but we got to see pretty much everything. I was pretty fucking jealous, dude. Columbus Zoo is a bucket list. You ever been me. there? No? I've never been. Yeah, so like, there's certain things that like really trump the Cleveland Zoo, but and then vice versa. Like, So the first thing, which is very relevant because we talked about it on Be Better, is the... Um, the seal? The seal exhibit. Seal is seal line exhibit. just haven't been like the tin can like we do here in Cleveland. It, no, it is something to be seen. It's literally like a giant pool, and then the, the pool that they're in has a walkway underneath it. So you can literally... Oh, it's a hell yeah. Thing. You can see them. They're all just playing with each other. And they got a lot of room. room. They got yeah, plenty the, of room. What, what, was, what was the most depressing one there, though? I know there's always one... Can, there's only always one animal exhibit that it's like all the... Keepers have like a beef with it, and they're like, "Yeah, we're not giving the antelopes new, new containers until they play ball." <laughs> I couldn't really um, put my finger on something like that specific, like that. But I, for one, I couldn't find the polar bears. We were in the polar bear area, and they were nowhere to be seen. I don't know if they're like inside. It was a very hot day. Oh so yeah, I don't know how that works. But the grizzly bear exhibit was nuts. They were literally like right in front of you. I mean, there's a piece of glass there, but. Thin These glass. Things, they smell. Or they, they smell. They stand up right in front of you, man. Like and they're like eight feet fucking tall. Oh, it's a grizzly insane. bear will fuck you up. Like you don't realize how massive they are. Do they like scratch and attack the glass? No, but there's like a pool like there that they were swimming around and you can see them like swimming. The one like splash water in the other one's faces. It was it was adorable. It was awesome. Nice. At least they get they're getting uh, what's that called? Where like the animals exercise and stuff. Um, something fulfillment. Yeah. It's like they're getting that, you know, physical fulfillment in their life. They're swimming around. They're hanging out, playing cards or something. That could be a good idea for a comic book. Maybe like a zookeeper. And he, like, can control the animals or something. Like Animal Man. Yeah. Yeah, anyways, uh, Columbus was a success. We had a fantastic time. I highly recommend the Columbus Zoo if you're ever in the neighborhood. Um, Like I said, I'll admit it's been a couple weeks since Comics Corner. We've been... Moving things around here in the shop, getting we're a caterpillar in a cocoon right now, and soon we will be released. But in that time, it looks like movies might motherfucking be back, baby. Why is that? Thank you, Vincent Diesel. I assume that's your full name, dude. F9, baby, crushed it. 60 million opening weekend, highest grossing since pandemic for sure. Sure. And I think the next closest or the movie to outgross that before was Last Skywalker. Okay. In like no 20, 2020 or 2019 or something. So, dude, movies might be back. I think that's a great sign because we're getting Black Widow. Coming up, not this week, but week after. Yeah, I'm definitely excited to watch that. And that's going to be good news for us podcasters. We'll have some content. Well, and I feel, like, I feel like that's a great movie to... You're going to get a lot of people back. Fast 9 is like a movie that people like to see. 
I don't really get why, but people enjoy it. But it's like, I feel like a Marvel movie, that brings, in my mind, everyone loves Marvel. So aren't they trying to make 10 fast movies? Wasn't that the goal? I don't know how many of so these. So that's what I always heard. Like, they wanted to make 10. But then that Hobbs and Shaw movie came out. So it's like, does that count as one of them? See, I don't think, I don't even count that one. Because I count that as like an offshoot. I wonder if Yohei, I know Yohei's a big fan. Oh, yeah. Guy. He'll, he'll definitely, he'll, he'll definitely know. He definitely has seen that movie already for Are sure. Are you doing shoe show? We're doing shoe show today? Um, potentially? Yeah, we can potentially do our shoe show today as well. Just maybe a short one and we can get him to uh, spill the beans on whether if on he Fast saw nine. Fast 9 or not. Uh, we'll get the scoop on Fast 9 for sure. But yeah, I think that's one, awesome because I like the movie theater, dude. The movie theater's cool. When it's hot outside, you go to the movies. Because it's cold in there. Yeah, it's nice. Get a little popcorn, you know, with or without the dick hole. <laughs> um, but in the same vein of movies, we're getting a Shang-Chi soon. I teased you a little bit before the show asking if you had seen the newest trailer. Because, sure, you get a better look at a whole bunch of stuff in the fucking movie. Great. But what you do get at the very end is about a maybe three to five second little snippet of clearly he is in some kind of fighting tournament. You know, they got the cage, very uh, bar fight-esque, but kind of superhuman. We see the one and only Abomination revamped, looking much more comic book accurate. So, uh, Blonsky from the Ed Norton Hulk movie making his return. He's kind of got the little ear, ear gill things. Yeah. Which is more so comic Tim accurate. Roth's character. Tim Roth's character. Is yeah. it going to be him or no? Tim Roth is coming back. Because Abomination, they've already reported Abomination's coming back for She-Hulk. So we knew that. But now we get this little clip at the end that's Abomination revamp style. And it looks like he's fighting the one, the only, Stephen Strange's number one homie, Wong. Wong. Big Wong, dude. Big Wong Big in Wong the building. <laughs> dude, I'm, that little clip Who alone. Who doesn't like Wong, by the way? Oh, amazing. And the fact that, aren't they both named Benedict? Yeah. <laughs> That's just so awesome. There's a couple of Benedicts rolling around. Get Tim in the mix. Um, but I was so excited to see that. Plus, it opens the doorway to, are we going to see a fighting tournament? And if we saw those two in a trailer already, does that mean that's just like a little tidbit and we're going to have a lot of other people popping up in this tournament fighting? And if so, dude, who you want to see in a little Marvel Marvel MCU cage Cage fight tournament? I mean, Logan comes to mind because when I hear cage match, I think X1. Uh, where you know my man's in a little Canadian bar, doing you the know some, some some bare knuckle boxing for some quick cash. I think this would be a good time. We might get Omega Red. Okay. You know what I mean? We everyone thought we were gonna get him in that Mandrapore episode from yep. uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Didn't happen. So now, why not get him in Shang Chi? It would make sense. He's kind of a like Russian expat that just is probably roaming the world since Cold War or whatever. He would be in some dingy bar doing some fucking fighting tournament. Yeah. Like, I love the thought of... If I could get a Mortal Kombat 
but with like Marvel like characters, money. Sign me up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and I mean they're gonna. I think they're definitely gonna want to do something creative like that with this film because I don't know. Maybe you could fill in for our listeners and myself included. You know a little bit about Shang Chi and the Ten Rings, the actual the lore of it. So basically, the Ten Rings were are from the Mandarin. That's what I was going to ask. Is there a connection there? Okay, yeah. gotcha. So, but the problem with the Ten Rings originally are they're very much just regular rings. It's like alien tech. They control the elements and shit, but they're just like different colored rings. So the issue with that comes into like, hey, so this new villain, it's going to be like a ring-based power, and they're different colors, and they're like, are there stones on the <laughs> ring? Come on, guys. We got to do something different. So I think now these are going to be more like bracelets that work up the arms. Like they, I think they're going to kind of fucking activate or whatever, like turn blue, <laughs> and they'll kind of extend up the arms. And I'm thinking that each one is able to control a different element. Yeah, it'll jazz it up a little bit. Because you see like water stopping in one of the scenes in the trailer. You see kind of like a time stop type thing. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to end up being more along that line. I'm interested to see whether it's artifact or alien tech. Those are always going to be interesting things. Yeah, what are they saying Falcon Winter Soldier? Yeah, Aliens, wi- wizards, or uh, cyborgs <laughs> or yeah, robots. Robots. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. Um, yeah. I want to see where the origin of those comes from. I think they are going to add a couple extra people into it that are maybe a little bit more Easter eggy because it is a smaller title. Um, It's just not as well known of a character. And I know they've kind of revamped those before, but I think there's a huge difference between revamping a Thor or a Captain America who is like, you know, a comic book tier one character, but they're just kind of tier two in regards to merchandise, which is where they were making movies originally where Shang-Chi is kind of a more in-the-cut character. So to add, like, a fight tournament where you get to see Wong and Abomination and maybe a couple other fucking random people that you forgot all about pop back up, or maybe a couple new faces that people are like, holy fuck, did you see that? Did you even say, like, Justin Hammer might show back up? Or that's just something we want? I think... I don't know if it's confirmed, but I know we have the Armor Wars show coming out soon, which is going to be Don Cheadle's basic. That's be dope. Bas- I read that uh, Iron Man. Yeah. Movie. So basically, what I think the gist of it is, I don't think this is a spoiler because this is just my super fifth grade understanding of it, but basically, Iron Man armor falls into the wrong hands. Through a bunch of different villains, gets sold off, blah, blah, blah. Rhodey's got to go out and stop it. I think we're going to have Rhodey there. I think Justin Hammer is going to be the one that ends up selling that stealing Iron Man tech or Tony Stark tech. Yeah. Selling it off to a bunch of villains that he knows from prison. Rhodey having to go get all that shit back. Tra- or tracing down Justin Hammer. And then we're also going to get Riwi. Williams in the mix, aka Ironheart, mm-hmm. who's going to become our new, well, Ironheart. So now, when when was Shang Chi popular as far as the title? Like maybe back in like maybe the seventies. Um, it was definitely like more of a seventies type character. It was a lot of it has like just kind of like problematic stuff from the way 
characters were strong back then. Like, could you call it a spinoff of Iron Man because of the whole Mandarin uh, connection? I think you could. Um, I don't know if that was intentional at first or if that was something that just ended up becoming kind of like, you know, it worked out that way. But I know that, like, in this one, we're going to have a water serpent. So it's like, you know, big mythical dragons. Yeah, it's a Gyarados. Fucking Pokemons has entered the chat. <laughs> um, but no, we're going to have that as opposed to the regular dragon that is kind of Shang-Chi's big foe is always Fing Fang Foon, <laughs> which for obvious reasons, they were like, yeah, we're not going to do that one. <laughs> like in the comics, the Mandarin always just has like the big fucking mustache and like he's it just is very pandering so it's like this is dumb we should just make this it's an updated version and i think with the updated version you get a lot more room to play with it because you don't have all these fans who are so fucking die hard that yeah. it's like that's not how it originally was and it's like yeah guess what We've made 25 Batman movies. None of them are how the comic books exactly. are. Well, you know, and yeah, it gives them a little more creative liberty. To yeah, just, I mean, it's the same thing that happened with Guardians of the Galaxy. Is That Guardians of the Galaxy lineup isn't necessarily the original lineup of Guardians of the Galaxy by any means. A lot of those characters are yeah. completely changed. Like, isn't Drax, like, Thanos' brother or something in real life? Like, in the comics or something? Drax is, like, a way more, like, badass character. Like, he's just a, he's a very comedic relief in these versions like with the lesser known comics they're just able to be like hey i can just kind of write a good story now yeah. and kind of work these characters to what story i want it to be and then pepper in like some easter egg stuff where i think you're just especially with something like civil war when it's called when it's named after a very popular string of comics they're like you just get so many people who are like Flipping through books trying to be like, well, on page uh, 59, the sixth panel down, Hawk, Hawkeye is actually not wearing goggles. And in this still, it's like, go fuck off. Understand that these are movies. Yeah. That's why they, they always steer clear of like not trying not to do big title or for a long time they were trying to not do big titles well they're kind of i mean for a while at least they were at the 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 wrath of the internet you know i mean yeah if the buzz was bad no one would see your movie a, a thousand percent yeah. which so, is crazy so now it's more like you know people know that these they do justice to these movies even though they're not carbon copies of the comics oh i it's insane how many people watch these movies too that don't give a fuck i don't care yeah I was. I barely care how accurate. They I was are. at this bar that had a raccoon, like a stuffed raccoon, you know, up top on this mantle or whatever. Yeah. And these dudes are sitting there and they're like, "Yeah, that's like the character from uh, from the movie, from you know what I'm saying it's the space movie." <laughs> and he's like, "Star Wars." And he's like, "No, it's the other space movie, you know, the the Marvel one." He's like, "Guardians, dude, yeah." That's Raccoon Rocket. And I was like, yep, dude. Close, and you're like, close enough. Close <laughs> enough, dude. You know yeah. what? You, and it, honestly, I don't even say anything. Because me chiming in does nothing. Right. I'm not making you more of a fan. I'm probably deterring you, if anything. It's like me correcting someone on comic stuff. It's like, 
Nope. You just like it at the level you do. Someone brought in the first appearance of, uh, of Rocket Raccoon on Comic Book Men. I can't remember what book it was, though. Now I kind of want to look that up. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's cool. Like, maybe this Shang-Chi can, maybe they'll hit it out of the park. Like, with Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, it just, That's what I'm it saying. was a sleeper hit. Hey, the, my only concern is the first one, first is the worst in the Marvel Universe a lot of times. Okay. If that makes, I mean, at least in my mind, we're like, a lot of times the first move, first Captain America, not good. First Thor, not good. Right. Okay. That's, that's you know, point. even granted, Iron Man one, amazing. Avengers one. I mean, that's pretty damn it's good. It's pretty <laughs> damn good. I'm trying to think. I think Ant-Man two is better than Ant-Man one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. Um, yeah. I just think that I know that the next Doctor Strange movie will... I'll probably never watch the first Doctor Strange again right. after that. Because they just... Once that character is established... It's off to the races, Then man. you can just go do, like, fun fucking stories, and you don't have to be like, this is how he met his friend, <laughs> and now his friend is with him. That's why. Like, right. a lot of the first movies, such, like, fan service to people who can't just jump into stories and be like, Hey, why is that girl with them? And they're like, are they like lovers? And I'm like, what? I mean, they couldn't just be friends, could they? Two friends together? And they're like, nope, we need a whole movie. Explain right. it. Um, I'm trying to think of what other. I was asking you about this, dude. Are we over Star Wars now right now? <laughs> oh, it's a good like. So I've checked out the Bad Batch briefly, and I'm just I just can't get into it. The animation, you know, I I, I know you're a big on that, the, but. I just have not heard anyone really talk about it. It's not popping up on feeds for me a lot. Yeah. I'm just not seeing. And I guess it could be because, yeah, it's not really in a. It's an original show that is a continuation of another series, which technically all these fucking things are. And it's, so, a, and it's a tired idea of like, you know, this group of militia yeah. men. They all have a specialty. It's like. Dude, they've been making this that movie, that format for a long time. Yeah, it's a dirty dozen, like type of thing where everyone's got a specialty and it just it's a trite like play it out fucking thing to do now and they all look the same right they're so you're not as invested in each individual person i don't want to have to figure out which one has which kind of face paint on yeah yeah like ninja turtles different colors got it easy all these characters kind of just look the same i don't want someone to be like uh excuse me alpha is actually Five weeks older than Beta. Oh my god! And you're like, dude. Yeah, I'm not gonna listen to any of this. Yeah, and it's unfortunately like, those shows. The shows are kind of more for kids. They're more geared towards kids. Yeah, and they just kind of went with that, and they really haven't slowed down with that. But I think even that, I can't imagine kids truly enjoying it that much. They Be loved those Clone Wars shows, man. I guess they made a movie and everything. Are do you think this hurts Boba Fett? And Obi-Wan coming out at all? No, I really don't, because people are going to tune into those, because those are characters they know and love. It's especially that Boba Fett show, man. I mean, I've been repping Boba Fett since day one. Here, I'm so excited all the Mandalorian stuff got like popular. It's, I think it's pretty cool. So here's my thoughts on Boba Fett, though, is we've all loved Boba Fett. Boba Fett, mercenary, doesn't really talk, gets the job done. He's kind of a bumbling buffoon in the original movies. He's, like, tripping and falling a lot or Just whatever. Just the once. 
Uh, yeah, and that one time, dude. But he survived, apparently. Which they, I remember they did say, like, I feel like they said a long time ago, it was like, Boba Fett is dead. Stop asking for him to come back. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. And then they just kind of bogarted on that. Oh, they had to bring him back. Yeah. But it's like everyone's wanted him back. So I feel like the bar set very, very high for a Boba Fett show. Yeah. That's my Obi Wan Kenobi. Sure. Whatever. I mean, you and McGregor, cool. I think that one has almost more potential because I don't particularly like Obi Wan. I've always been a big Obi-Wan guy. I mean, especially because I grew up with the prequels. Yeah. And, like, I knew they weren't superior to the originals, but I enjoyed them. And the biggest thing, dude, I mean, they had a lot of, lot of lightsaber action. I, every, every single one of them. It's a lot of lightsaber action. And liking the prequels is also, it's not like some weird hipstery thing to do. It's just like, when we were kids, those were the fucking ones that came out. We were just happy there was more Star Wars. We wanted to see Star Wars because people we knew who saw the original ones loved them. And no matter how many times you see them in, like, at home, on VHS, anything like that, it's like, dude, it's not even close to the actual excitement of seeing one of those for, like, the first time. Yeah. And when those ones came out, it was like, dude, we're motherfuckers are collecting Pepsi cans. I was. That had was the fucking pictures on them, dude. People were just buying up shit left and right for those movies, and it... I think those movies are a lot better than they got credit for initially. I'm sorry. Like, I get that people don't like episode one. Is, that a, is it a good movie? Not really. I, I'll give you that. But it's like, dude, I'm sorry. If you're going to sit here and tell me that the pod, pod racing is not cool dude, as fuck. Agreed. Like, you're lying. <laughs> you're just, you got to get over yourself at some point. I mean, and it, uh, there are very slow parts to the movie because it, at the end of the day, is kind of this weird political takeover war movie that it's just set in this like outer space opera so it's like it's hard to relate to it where as if all those things i know it was called the senate but if it was like if that was all in washington dc people would be like got it i understand what's yeah. happening now but mr skywalker goes to washington yeah but just since it's in outer space like what the fuck is happening i really don't even get like who who are these guys? Was that E.T.? What the fuck is she talking about? Are you guys all friends? Mm-hmm. It, I think you get lost in some of that, and then you kind of just turn your brain off to be like, I'm just going to watch the cool pictures. That's right. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's Star Wars. Come on. At the end of the day, it's Star Wars. I'm going to watch it. So I'm you're saying more excited for Obi-Wan than Boba Fett? Probably just a little bit, yeah. I don't, I don't know why. Like, so, like, one of my favorite runs or like their little side stories in the newer uh star wars marvel series from yeah. came out in 2015 and this particular series takes place between like films four and five gotcha. so and there's some flashback side stories where it's called from the journals of old ben kenobi and i believe there's three or four of them and they're all awesome because it's like literally him after the after the clone wars and shit and he's on tatooine just looking after luke so he gets into some certain situations. One, like, I think Luke gets kidnapped and he saves him. And then there's, an, and, and Luke's like a little kid. He's probably, yeah. like, I don't know, nine or ten in the, in the book. And there's another one where this Wookiee bounty hunter comes for. Oh, I know who you're talking it's about. It's fucking badass. Like, um, it's just cool seeing him in that old hermit realm, but he's not like Alec Guinness old. Yeah, like, he's you know, not all the way there yet. He's got a little yet. gray in the temples. I'm but, wondering, like, that's about it. I'm wondering if they use any of those stories for the show. They totally or- should. Because, just because since they're done through Marvel, that's that would be canon 
if it was in that this recent time period. I'll bring in the single issue I have of it's him versus that Wookiee bounty hunter. I can't remember his My name. other question that I just thought of, too many Mandalorians? <laughs> um, dude, Boba Fett and the actual just Mandalorian show. Yeah. Are we... I think too much too much of a good thing yeah, could ruin the brakes a little bit, you know. Yeah. I mean I love don't get me wrong, I thought Mandalorian was really good. I don't know if we even do we need a season three. Uh yeah, see I've heard people say that. And I yeah, I wouldn't be mad if they didn't make another one. Would would you be even more okay if no third season of Mandalorian, but he pops up in other shows? Right. That that could be even better. But it's like, yeah, I mean the Mandalorian, have they, they haven't confirmed a third season? I thought they did. They probably have because that's such a cat. I mean, that fucking Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda is alone literally is keeping ev- the lights on. And it's, I mean, it is true that like that, that's the number one thing that keeps all these franchises just running is merchandise. So like, yeah, like that's the thing. What's going to be the big grab for Boba Fett? What's going to be the yeah. Baby Yoda of the Boba Fett show? Um, it's probably and it's be not going to be Slave One because they got rid of the name. Yeah, it's unfortunate. The Slave One was the name of Boba Fett's ship. They're not going to be calling that anymore. Um, it's now called Boba Fett's Starship. Right? Oh, is that really? That's, they kind of went with the Washington football team vibe on it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, it, oh, I we'll think change it, you sons of bitch. I can definitely see it being more of like what the Mandalorian was doing, and they'll have certain familiar faces from the Star Wars universe pop up on each episode, yeah. kind of deal, which would be cool. And like, I'm very happy that Star Wars, we're just moving away from the whole Skywalker family. We can just pretend that that didn't even exist. You know, it's it's America with the Kennedys. Yeah, I think they should stick to it's the shows. Over. Yeah, we don't need more Star Wars movies. I even though the fact that there's nine is kind of weird. Well, ten if you count the Clone Wars animated movie. Uh, 11, 12 if you count oh, Solo yeah. so, and Rogue One. So, yeah, that's actually... I want to see more of those one-shot movies, too. I Those are cool stories. I completely agree. I think that Solo was botched from the start. Yeah. Uh, Still mo- not a bad movie, though. I actually liked I, it. So... But botched is a good word for my, it. Well, the reason is they had Lord and Miller on it originally, who had done, like, Lego Movie, who are just really good directors, who had a creative style... They were really pressing on um, kind of more like ad-libbing parts of the script and stuff, making it feel more natural and, you know, having the relationships filled with people. And that's just, I think, their process. It's like, have fun with it. You know, don't take this script as, like, gospel. Yeah. Which is smart because then it's like, cool, you get a lot of these natural scenes that develop with people, especially people who are, you're going to be in a Star Wars movie, I'd assume you're probably a professional actor and you're probably getting paid a very well wealthy sum. Mm-hmm. And that Alden Ehrenreich, he didn't, he doesn't like to improv. The guy he that wants played to Han do, Solo? Yeah, he wants to do the script. They said he was very bad at first. They had to bring in like an acting coach they, or something. Yeah, you he, Did you tell me that? Someone told I, me that. I think it might have been me that, yeah, he, and he basically got them fired, which led to them getting Ron Howard which did he work on that movie? Ron Howard finished. Oh, okay. I want I Ron Howard's probably the director on IMDb for um for solo. Okay. And it's don't get me wrong, Ron Howard, great. Yeah. Lovely lovely guy. Love him in arrested development. He's great. But here's the thing, when I go to a race, dude, I don't get bring a model T. 
I want a good new race car, dude. <laughs> Damn, you're gonna do Opie like that, dude? D- literally, that is it. That yeah. is the beginning of TV. That gentleman was on the beginning of television. Yeah. So you want him to do this? Kind of forget the space how, movie how now. How fucking old he is? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's he's no spring chicken. Yeah. It's like, come on. You had like the two coolest. Direct- you went from one extreme to the other, and I think it was probably just a huge overcorrection. And they were like. Listen, Ron knows how to do a nice little paint by numbers. We're going to knock this thing out. Yeah. We can't fucking sweep this under the rug. We just got to let it be. Highly recommend the, there's an episode of The Simpsons, I believe it was in season 10, and Ron Howard's in it. It's like Ron Howard, Alec Baldwin, and Kim Basinger. Oh, yeah. And it, he goes, Homer, what are you drinking? He goes, oh, it's vodka and uh, wheatgrass. I call it a lawnmower. Do you want one? And he goes, yeah, okay. <laughs> you, and I, just, I don't know why, it just kind of makes, like, alludes to, like, Oh, yeah, Ron Howard's not going to turn down a drink. <laughs> yeah. No, Ron ha- Dude, I bet Ron Howard parties. But, again, he's probably also just like, yeah, dude, listen, I'm not like, this isn't the feather in my cap he makes doing very, the solo movie. He's made some interesting movies. Like, they're not bad movies, but, like, they're just quite not, va- they're quite not validated enough, if that makes sense, to be considered, like, a classic. Yeah. Like, and he's he, got a, maybe one or two of those. He's got some classics, but then he also has, yeah, some, like, middle-of-the-road movies. And I think he also just probably doesn't give a fuck that much that he's like he probably owns a huge production company yeah. that produces tons of that prints money out there oh so this is uh, this is i believe it was a comic book i'm rewatching this movie because i really liked it the first time around but uh the avengers of Tintin. yeah did you ever get around to watching that yeah the three like yeah. the 3d Dude, one the, the animation that, that is cool so like this is a good segue too when we were talking about with the star wars shows the clone war stuff and bad batch that is computer animated and I hate it. It's, it's, <laughs> also it's so very phoned in, it's so and rigid. rigid yeah. So, the, but the and I know they use mocap for Tintin. Yeah. So that's probably why it felt more like real people. Like, what is it, Andy Circus? Is that his name? Yeah, it's Andy Circus. I believe. So, I mean, like the movements. That, yeah, it's computer animated. It's not traditional animation, but the movements that the way the characters move. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. It was fantastic. And um, Steven Spielberg directed it, so you get those Indiana Jones vibes. I did just watch. Two Indiana Jones movies for the first time. You never seen them? No. So you did. Please tell me one of them was Raiders. Yeah, I think so. Raiders. That's. I mean, it's so good. They're just celebrating 40 year anniversary this year. They're just completely fine to me. Okay. It's because I didn't see them at the right time. I'm too old now to just have like the wonderment of them at all. Sure. That I'm just like, this is like really weird. Like, there's a scene where some chick fucking drop writes like call me on her eyeballs while he's like teaching in the class oh and she blinks yeah yeah yeah, yeah. weird everyone wanted to do him he was the hot professor yeah and then i'm just looking at him i'm like this guy this is a hot professor this dude kind of looks like he's probably he had a couple of brewskis women like older men dude so maybe college girl that's that, that's been going on since the dawn of time and that movie's a perfect example because it takes place in the 30s and even then yeah. these college students wanted to fuck their, their their professors um another movie franchise though that won't die and is probably trying to be fast and the furious to 10 movies uh i feel like i know what you're gonna say but i can't it's like escaping me cgi heavy uh i give up sometimes they're in disguise Oh, Transformers? Oh, yeah. I, I totally thought of that, but, like, they haven't, they don't come out consistently enough. I mean, so how many are there? There's five, I believe? Because um, there's the original three, the Bumblebee movie, and, oh, no, four. There's four 
Transformers movies, there's... and then that Bumblebee movie. I think there might be five. Mark, yeah, that's in five total. And I, then, no, I think Mark Wahlberg's in two. Oh, you might be right. And so I think there's six, really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sometimes they're in disguise. Yeah. There's Transformers, Transformers, Age of Extinction, Dark Side of the Moon, Revenge of the Fallen, The Last Night. So that's five, six with... Bumblebee. Bumblebee. And our seventh one, which is coming to us in 2022, a.k.a. Transformers Rise of the Beasts, Return of the... Um, like, I know, the, the animal, animal like mechazoid thing. Did you yeah. ever watch that show? No, never got down with that. It is the most jarring to watch three-dimensional <laughs> show of all time. Is it more recent? No. It's like... 90s but it is it's really cool because it's like animals transforming so optimus prime is optimus primal and he's a gorilla there's like rat trap who's like a rat there's like a bunch of yeah there's like a bunch of cool uh who's a bad guy megatron is like he's a t-rex um but, I see the Teen Rex one. That was in the Extinction one. Yeah, right? but yeah. now he's going to be like, that's who he actually is in that one. But guess who they got to come play Optimus Primal, dude? Who? I, I safely would say it's probably a top 25 actor for you. I know it is for me. The one and only Ron Perlman. Oh, nice. Okay, that'd be cool. You put Ron at top 25 actors? Of all time? Of all time. Probably not. Damn, really? I, I don't know. That's a lot I of I love factors. Hellboy. Yeah, I, it, it's hard to say. I would have to sit down and really work on that list. Because I like a lot of different actors for different reasons. He might make 25. Why not? Should we do, should we do our top 25 actors? Actors? Maybe. Do you, Maybe. Have a, who hit, do you have like a rough, like, even just top three off the top of your head? They're in a movie, you're like... I at least want to see it. I'm basic. I'm a big... I love Leo, man. I love Leo and I love Brad Pitt. I love those dudes, man. They just... No, no problems there, dude. Yeah. They, they always get... And then, like... I will say, they've both had some stinkers, too. Totally. Yeah, totally. And even, like, like De Niro. Like, there was a point in time where De Niro would just not say no to a movie. Oh. I feel like it's still going on. There's... See, that's the thing. I feel like I'd go Jack Nicholson over De Niro. Same. I like, love Jack. Because... Jack is a legend. I think Jack is a little bit more picky, maybe... I don't know if that's true, and like he maybe just has a bunch of like duds hidden under a rug somewhere. But even like, I think anger management's good. Yeah, it's. Fine. I like don't dislike anger management. There, there's some. There's no one like Jack Nicholson. Mm-mm. I know everyone joked about Christian Slater was always trying to be like a Jack, Jack Nicholson, Nicholson type character. But I think. But yeah, I put Jack Nicholson over like an Al Pacino or same. Robert I'm not a big Al Pacino guy. I mean, I like him, but All he the, is kind of one dimensional. I agree. Yeah. It's very same, same. Always, you're yelling. I get it. You're either yelling or you're being ominously, like, dark. Yeah, like, he's almost kind of, like, unsettling at times. Like, mm-hmm. like are you okay? Dude? Have you ever seen Devil's Advocate? It's, like, him and... And uh, Keanu, right? I actually... Keanu. Yeah, I never saw that one. That's why... Uh, so he Ke- plays the devil, right? Keanu took that role over doing Speed 2, actually. Because he wanted to work with Pacino. He wanted to work with Pacino, and he didn't want to just be, like, an action star. Yeah, so didn't they get, like, Bill Pullman instead? Yeah, dude, they just got some other guy that... Th- that whole era just had so many guys that were just, like, 
Hey, you're the backup. Speed, though. Original Speed is the Never shit. seen it. Oh, dude. It's a good one, for sure. Because, like, people are like, oh, yeah, it's, it takes place on a bus the whole time. It really doesn't. There's a lot to it. The first scene's actually the best scene, like the, the opening part of it, because Dennis Hopper's the bad guy, I'm sure you know. Okay. And he hi- instead, before he hijacks the bus or whatever, bombs the bus, he uh, hijacks an elevator and, like, holds, like, these people in this elevator hostage, basically, and they're just in the middle of the shaft, which like is kind of ter- It's kind of terrifying. Because you think of the concept of an elevator, it's literally just like a coffin suspended above the ground. Yeah. Is it like the cool glass one where you can like see? No, 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 no. Nothing oh, like damn. that. Damn, they didn't even, they didn't go that way with it. Was it was the 90s. I don't think maybe they had hit that stride yet with the fancy glass <laughs> with elevators. With the fancy glass elevators. Um, yeah, this sure. isn't goddamn Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, okay? Which, by the way, Remake. prequel movie. Yeah, I heard about that. With, with the one and only Timothy Chalamon. <laughs> I don't know him. Call me by your name. It's a movie. He is like a boy actor who has very pretty hair. Okay. And he did this movie. He's been in other stuff too, but his last one, like big thing was like this movie, Call Me By Your Name, where it's like him and Army Hammer. And Army Hammer's like an older guy. He's like a younger guy. And uh, they fall in love, dude. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, there you go. And then Army Hammer eats him. Well, before we wrap, <laughs> before Army we wrap things eats up, we should definitely body. talk Loki. Now, we did a, an episode on the season premiere. We skipped last week, but now we're back. Facts. Uh, so, three episodes in. I know you're ready to drop some knowledge. I know you're always reading up on the little Dude, uh, the inner workings of the show. I know a little bit, but I need to hear from your end because I still I haven't seen a full or I've seen one full up yet. Which one? The first one. Oh, you did finally get around to it. Yeah, okay. I still having a TV issue. Dude, the TV's still down. It. I thought it would fix itself. Yeah. I've been wrapping it in a blanket at night and stuff. But <laughs> it's no luck. Feeding a chicken soup. Yeah. It's. What uh? What are you thinking, dude? I know some stuff going on. In yeah. It. So I, we got Lady Loki. Lady, she, how do you feel? Well, it's a cool character, and it's gonna be you know it's a, a different version, a variant of Loki. You know, I mean, there's the, this is we were talking about before. It's opening up that realm into this this multiverse that we're gearing up for in the yeah. next couple. Uh, was it Marvel Phase Three or phase four? four? We're on Phase Four already. So um, that alone is just really cool because you can tell there's she's being very um, coy, m- very coy, very mysterious about you know like the uh, background of her variant timeline. Okay. She hasn't really gave up much about that. But the big thing that we find out in episode three is that, and they blatantly just come out and say it, everyone that works for the TVA is actually just a person transplanted from Earth. And they're being held there kind of like, almost like they're under a spell of some kind. Because uh, they, they, they don't have any memories of on Earth. But when Lady Loki is messing around in the one girl's mind, she's like a younger uh, agent for the TVA. She kind of digs up all these memories of her back on Earth. And she's using those to uh, keep the spell on her. Yeah. So we get Lady Loki in there revealing this. Does to Loki. She tells and him. And Lo- Loki's just, he's storing it. He's and, keeping it yeah, inside. Because Loki comes out and says, you know, well, they told me that the timekeepers created everybody that works for the TVA. And she's like, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, you know what? They don't. That's yeah. a lie. Like they're almost they're being held there almost against their will and doing. So it's kind of WandaVision. Bidding, yeah, it's kind of WandaVision style where they're all just under this spell of like, which is weird, though, because you do get Owen Wilson has a lot more personality. 
it almost makes you wonder if some of them know. Well, they say that they're actually. I'm sorry, I misspoke. So basically, what they're they're all they're all variants. Oh. So it's like basically when you're standing that trial, like Loki was in the first episode. It's like, oh, do we kill you or do you become a part of the TVA? Yeah. And so basically, he became part of the TVA, but he's still is loose. He knows that. Oh, I come from a variant timeline. The rest of these people have no idea. Interesting. Until maybe they flip a switch, you know, it's like, oh, now you work for us full time. Now flip. you're now you're fully on board. You can remember your past life again. Yeah. So it's uh, it's interesting. How how do you feel about the time traveling so far in it? Well, so right now the whole thing is when they're chasing this Lady Loki before mm-hmm. they find out it's the Lady Loki version or whatever. They just know that it's in a different variant of Loki. And that this variant is causing mischief throughout all the the, the, the sacred timeline. So, basically, the uh, the way the, Loki finds out in episode two that she's hiding in different um, disasters, different apocalyptic situations oh. in different timelines, and one of them being that she's they're on this planet, um, Latimer. Latimer. And Latimer is about to, you know, a moon's about to collide with it. It's about to be destroyed. Classic. Yes. So that was hate when that happens very to cool my planet in that in that episode. Just because it kind of had a little bit of a Vormir vibe from what I saw. Vormir where it meets like the city on Guardians of the Galaxy. What's the big city there? The I know uh, what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Where that has the police force and everything. Yeah, that has uh, the Nova Corps. Nova Corps. Yeah. Xandar. Xandar. There you go. Well, that would have been fucking embarrassing if I didn't know. So it's uh, basically, and then episode three ends. Uh, they didn't get on the vessel that was supposed to take them off the planet, and they're just about to die on the planet. But I'm sure they'll find a way out of it, um, or maybe just starts a whole different like variant side how, story. How do you feel? So we're three episodes in. We only got three more. Okay, it's six episodes. Six cool. episodes. Was what Falcon Winter Soldier was only six. Um, it might have just been six, too. And then Wanda was nine. <clears throat> Wanda was nine, but Wanda was also drastically shorter on a lot of episodes. Yeah. So they kind of spread it out. Where I think WandaVision, honestly, probably watches a lot better as, like, even if you watched the first four episodes together, it's probably better that way than just, like, watching them the way we ended up watching them one by one and just having so much speculation yeah. throughout the whole thing. And we've already touched on the fact that, you know, Kang is basically confirmed. Kang the Conqueror yeah. will show up at some point. Yeah, maybe not in this series, but I think he I think he will. And I know we get a little Easter egg because at one point I heard they're in uh it's either for were they in Egypt at one point? Uh the first episode they're in Mongolia. Well, briefly. So it might be for episode four for the trailer they dropped. There's a little sphinx, and when Franklin Richards, a.k.a. or Nathaniel Richards, a.k.a. Kang the Conqueror, comes from the 31st century or wherever where he uh, repurposes Doom's time machine, comes back in time in a sphinx spaceship that crash lands on Earth. Oh, boy. Because he imitates to be a pharaoh named Ramon Tut. With the plan of capturing En Sauvignon, a.k.a. Apocalypse, the second mutant. Right. So he had like a whole plan, you know, in the comics. Fantastic Four comes and fucks all that up for him. Well, it's like Marvel and uh, 
and Transformers always got to throw in that Ancient Aliens vibe. Oh, everyone loves that one. Like, it's crazy, though, because at least for Marvel, I'm like, all right, this comic came out in 1963. You know what? You did write this earlier. You were before Ancient Aliens. Yeah, and they're not publishing it as, like, quote-unquote facts or quote-unquote history. Yeah, <laughs> which is what Michael Bay tells us Transformers are. Yeah, based on a true story. Yeah. Oh, really? King Arthur? Is that not a true story? And someone's like, no, Michael. King <laughs> Arthur's a myth. And he's like, bullshit. No, King Arthur's real. He's a historian. Oh, the King Arthur, right? No, no, huh? that's all. That's all from Excalibur, or, or I, is there? I don't think there's a real King Arthur. I have no idea. No, I'm. Oh, no, because that was Richard. But Merlin, the Merlin, was Merlin real. was real, obviously. That's the real wizard. Um, dude, I'm excited though. I promise by next week I will watch. You get all caught up. I'll be all caught up. I think I can watch two episodes of a show. I can sneak that in. Sneak that in if you want to come over and watch the fourth one. Dude. It drops Wednesday. I here. love that it drops. I like that they drop on Wednesday. Yeah. I don't like waiting till Friday. It's nice. And I think they're smart because when they drop Wednesday, it's still plenty of time for people to watch Thursday and stuff. So you get all your early people in, watch a little on the weekend for somebody. It's a, it's a great day. It's a good gig. Um, but dude, I think that's pretty much all we got for Comics Corners for today. As always, thank you, Sean, crushing on the boards. Yeah, man. We're gonna be getting back into it. We got to get a Patreon episode coming to you guys this week. So make sure you are going to Patreon.com/backslash/Threads and Dreads and signing up to listen to those episodes. We are going to keep getting some more episodes coming to you. We got one coming with Yohei very soon. Um, thank you for listening, as always. And peace, y'all.